Blog Talk Radio. Do you watch Fox News all day? Are you dizzy from conservative spin? Are you a birther or teabagger? You might be suffering from a condition called barachnophobia. If so, the only cure is Liberal Dan Radio. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Warning, Liberal Dan Radio is not a substitute for doctor's advice. Severe cases of barachnophobia may require psychiatric help. This may prove expensive if Republicans repeal health care. Listening to Liberal Dan Radio may cause you to embrace things like facts, logic, and reason. If these symptoms last for more than four hours, you have been cured. For more information, go to LiberalDan.com. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. That's area code 347-838-8368. Or you can uh, listen to the show, uh, join the chat room, and, and leave your comments there. Uh, you can should be able to Skype in from the chat room. In fact, I'm hoping to have one of my friends... Joining me for today's conversation about the, the several issues that are going to be discussed tonight. Um, and if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at liberaldan.com. That is linked to from uh, the Blog Talk Radio page. I uh, have a lot of stuff to talk about today. The shooting of Alton Sterning, uh, Essence Festival, uh, and the presidential election, obviously. And taking your calls as well. We can discuss anything you want, really. Uh, as long as I have my time to go over what I want to talk about. But first, as always, I'd like to uh, bring up this week's headlines. First and foremost, Aid Mubarak for all of my Muslim fans, friends. In political news, the GOP is hoping to keep the email scandal alive during the rest of the campaign. In related news, water is wet, we need oxygen to breathe, and Donald Trump is a bigot. In entertainment news, Game of Thrones Season 7 is delayed. Millions of viewers are now reported to have started throwing their televisions out the window. We must see what happens with the King of the North. The King of the North! In sports news, my son won his Little League championship today. and Well, not today, but last Friday, so I'm very proud of him. Um, and finally, after nearly getting away with it, the Blade Runner, Oscar Pistorius, was sentenced to six years in prison today. And I'm just so happy that I got to play that clip one last time. And that is this week's headline. Now, um, so what to talk about today? Well, we have plenty of stuff going on. We can talk about the uh, presidential election uh, with Hillary Clinton. There was the... uh, there was the um, email scandal that, of course, I talked about during headlines and how they want to continue to push this despite the fact that she will not be, um, or at least the FBI will not be recommending charges be placed against her. Um, somebody else can make the final decision as to whether or not charges should be brought. Uh, but it doesn't look like they will be at this point in time. And I could have probably told you that. A while ago, not because, you know, I think this is necessarily a a rigged system, as some might say, uh, but because of the fact that, as with many of the attacks that have gone on with Hillary over the years, I mean, there are legitimate things that I'm sure you could criticize her for. Um, There are things that she has come against, policy positions that people might disagree with. For example, you know, there are people who disagree with the fact that she disagrees with Bernie Sanders on trying to implement universal uh, health care via a single-payer method because she re- refers to expand the Obamacare method. Um, you know, if, if that's your one of your beefs with her, then I, I can understand it. That's a reasonable um, point of contention to make if you feel that uh, Bernie Sanders' way is better. But there have just been, for the last 20 years, people who have just 
you know, been attacking her. Conservatives have been attacking her over and over and over again. There's every single possibility. And, and the thing that just gets me the most here is the people who would come out uh, who, against her in this email thing saying how, how horrible it was, but yet they were silent during the whole um, – They were silent during the whole issue of the Bush email scandal when instead of using White House servers where emails would have to be logged and could potentially be open to freedom of information requests, um, they instead had them on private servers and all those emails got deleted. And you know, liberals said something about, about that, about the fact that those business emails, you know, the business of the country's emails were deleted. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's okay. And these people who are now raising a stink over Hillary Clinton's emails have never said anything back then. So it's just one of the examples of just a hypocrisy on the right. Um, And it's unfortunate that I'm, I think I'm seeing some people on the left also going running with GOP memes, GOP talking points. And it's frustrating because, as I said to a friend of mine, and a really good friend of mine the other day who just doesn't trust Hillary, um, I was like, look, the GOP has spent years throwing spaghetti against the wall. Just because some of them have managed to stick, i.e., People, you know, have been affected by them, not necessarily that they were right, but that they stuck. It doesn't mean you should eat them because all of them are horrible. Or at least I should say many, most of them are horrible. You know, maybe one, maybe like a stopped clock, the GOP might have said one or two right things about Hillary Clinton before. But there's so much bad stuff that they said. It just doesn't make any sense for me to, you know, give anything that's any credits. The boy who cried wolf. You know, the boy lied so many times that when a wolf actually came around, nobody believed him. That's the same thing with the GOP. If they have said anything that I should believe, I have no reason to because of all the other crap that they brought up. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. We'll come back and take your calls. Uh, area code 347 838 That is area code 347-838-8368. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. I am sick and tired of the propaganda in today's media. You know, we can't have a sane discussion about politics. Well, yes, you can, and it's on ROJS Radio Live with the girls, Monica RW, and Autumn S. I'm there every week when they discuss Michigan and national politics, job search, unemployment, and more from an independent laugh, sanity-based point of view. So, tune in. ROJS Radio Live, Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. sharp here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. 
to join the conversation is area code 347-838-8368. That's area code 347-838-8368. Again, you could also join us with the Skype button on the show page or, yeah, the episode page on Blog Talk Radio. Or if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your uh, comments over at the show thread at liberaldan.com. So, um, first thing I want to talk about tonight uh, is clothes for Essence. So, what is Essence Festival? Essence Festival is put on by Essence. Uh, it's in New Orleans every year. Um, it happened to be the same weekend that I got married. I was married nine years ago tomorrow on 777 um, and just happened to be the same weekend uh, that Essence Festival was. So it was fine. It was good. You know, I didn't, I didn't hear any complaints from myself or from anybody uh, who were, who was visiting me in town that weekend. It was everything seemed to be fine and nobody had any problems. I've worked Essence Fest, Essence Fest before when I was a waiter at Pat O'Brien's. You know, when you have largely black conventions coming to town, there is, of course, the stereotypes that come into play now. What are the what are the stereotypes that do come into play? Um, well, there's the supposedly that black people don't tip. Um, well, well, let's talk about that one for a bit. I used to work in a restaurant in Maryland, and I had it was a Greek restaurant. It was a very big fat Greek guy who was my boss, who was the owner of the restaurant. I could have swore that he was probably in the Greek mafia. Um, so he would sit there. He sat us down there one meeting, and he was telling us all sorts of instructions on what we should do and how we should deal with our customers. Um, so he'd say, he said in his very Greek voice, if you have a table of bricks, automatic 20% or 15% gratuity. And we're looking around each other like, what the hell is this guy talking about? This is ridiculous. So very shortly, I think like the next day, I happened to get a nice couple who came in. And I, they were my only table at the time. I served them a very nice meal. Uh, they paid their bill and they left. And so he came up to me afterwards. He was like, you were waiting on those table of bricks? I'm like, yeah, that that was that was my customers. Uh, did you charge them automatic gratuity? No. And he goes, well, "What did you? What did they pay you? Twenty percent." Oh. And he walked away, and I never heard about it ever again. So, then you know, I went out this weekend. I do ride share driving. I yeah, I've talked about that on the show before, and. I was very much looking forward to giving people rides with Uber or Lyft, whatever was getting the most demand at the time. I was looking forward to it. I was, I was hoping to make a little more money than I did, but I made more money than I made in previous weekends. That's for darn sure. And so, and, and I had some, some of my best customers were this past weekend, including some tips better tips than some of my white customers that I've had, which just goes to show you that you shouldn't prejudge people. You shouldn't say, oh, this is going to be a, a white, these, these are white people and they're going to tip me. But these are black people. They're not going to tip me. No. I'm going to give them what I call for my ride and ride sharing seven star service. And <clears throat> I'm going to hope for the best. And if people are stupid, then they're going to be stupid and karma will bite them on their ass. And if people are not stupid, then I'd be more than, you know, then I'm going to have a good, enjoyable time. So, but when it came out that walk-ons, a restaurant that I've been to before, and I've actually frequented a lot, um, it came out that they were the one of the restaurants that are going to be closed for assets. And a lot of other, and the hashtag started started going around uh, with people, you know, working together to say, hey, look, send me a picture. If you see a, a flyer of any restaurant that is announcing it's going to be closed for Essence Festival, let us know. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna share that information out accordingly. 
and other ones, um, the restaurant right next to Walk-Ons, they were going to close too. Uh, some other restaurants were closed. Um, several of them closed for maintenance. And, you know, I can't remember the exact um, can't remember the exact um, restaurant that it was. And I want to say it was called Panasia. I might be wrong. But this restaurant, every year, closed for maintenance. Quote, maintenance. For Essence Fest and or Bayou Classic. Uh, Bayou Classic is a football matchup um, between Southern and Grambling, two historically black college or universities. So it didn't seem to be just random. They were obviously doing it for a particular reason. But I'm focusing on walk-ons here for a second because just they claim to be closed for maintenance. They claimed that there was a plumbing issue, that there was sewage backing up into the restaurant. And that sewage backing up into the restaurant is what required them to close. That doesn't seem like a bad excuse, right? You know, you want to say, okay, well, that's fine. But again, it seems fishy that it it didn't come out initially. Hey, we're having a sewage problem. We're closing. And it seemed like maybe they were doing it in reaction. And they were showing, they showed some pictures of lifting up the floorboards or whatever. And maybe they were planning on replacing their floorboards. I don't know. And maybe there was a sewage problem. But here, here's the main issue with clothes for essence and walk-ons. And if you follow me at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, you'll see that they actually responded to me. And here's, here, here's what they, or they responded to other people too. And they said, look, you know, we had this problem. We did not foresee uh, the problem. Um, Anyway, so let, let's go through the chain. Um, but the person making a hashtag, making a list of restaurants not to patronize, close for essence, walk on, blah, blah, blah. Um, walk on says, hi, plumbing backup led to raw sewage under floors, ripping them up and cleaning. Sad to miss first essence in five years. Um, uh, we discovered it needed to be ripped up ASAP. We do have taken available, blah, blah, blah. So I respond, then why did you not close immediately at 11 instead of saying you'd be closing at 3? I shared a screenshot of the Facebook page of Walk-Ons. Here was a post, 11.05 a.m. on June 29. Walk-Ons New Orleans is taking a timeout to get our facilities back on our A-game and ready for playing time. We'll be closing today at 3 p.m., reopening our doors on Wednesday, July 6th. So... If sewage is getting backed up into the business at 11 a.m., why did they wait till three to close? They were serving people for four hours with sewage backing up into the restaurant, so they finally recognized it. At the time, we didn't realize how big the issue was. Once we started ripping up floors, we saw the extent to which I responded So you didn't think it was a big issue at 11 a.m., but you knew it would have to close for days because of it. Literally, it doesn't pass the smell test. Anyway, I believe this is my good friend and reigning people's champion, Nimbus Yosh. What's going on? Uh, Nimbus Yosh, you already know what it is. People's champion. How you feeling? I am doing all right. I'm just ranting about uh, walk-ons. And did you get a chance to catch up on my Facebook feed with all of the shenanigans going on with them? Oh, shenanigans going on with who again? With walk-ons, the restaurant, one of the restaurants that was closed for Essence. No, you know, this is the first time I'd ever heard of that. 
And I'm blind. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is the first time I've ever heard about businesses closing for Essence Festival. Now, I understand it's the South. I'm not surprised, you know, right. but I never heard of it specifically closing for Essence. I'm going to have to look into that because that's some nonsense. Right. Well, I'm just, just to, I guess, review for you. Basically, the timeline here is that 11 a.m. on June 29th, walk-ons announces that they're closing uh, until Wednesday, July 10th, until today. Um, oh. They were announcing that at 3 p.m. they would be closing that day uh, to get their facilities back on their A-game, i.e. that they would have to have some maintenance going on or whatever. You know, it doesn't say uh-huh. anything about sewage backing up into the whole thing. But then later they announced, they showed pictures of, of them picking up the floor and claiming that there was sewage going into the restaurant, and that's why they had to close. And, of course, this was after people were making the were starting to label them as being closed for essence on Twitter. And so I just don't – to me, there's two things. Either, A, they're racist and really bad at covering up, uh-huh. or, B, they allowed their restaurant to be open for four hours with sewage backing up into their restaurant. Either oh, way, God. I don't think I want to eat there anymore. Uh, there may, somebody's making terrible, terrible business decisions over there. Like, how do you serve customers with sewage backing up? I'm, I have a rule. I don't play my race card unless I have a chump. Right. So. <laughs> right. Unless, <laughs> I mean, and that's going to come into play later. But if if that's what they said, then I'm going to tend to believe more that they had their sewage backed up. And if they had their sewage backed up and they're still serving food, I'm grossed out and I've never heard of this place before in my life. Yeah, this this is just, it's, I mean, it's, it's on Poydras, middle, of, mm-hmm. middle of the city, right by the dome. You know, it's part owned by Drew Brees. Drew Brees, mm-hmm. like it was, it was opened by two, by two people who were friends, I guess, in college. Uh, they were both mm-hmm. walk-ons on the LSU basketball team, and they rode the bench most of the time. Um, <laughs> and they, they, one of them decided, I guess, to get out of it. So the other guy needed another another investor, and Drew Brees jumped in an investment. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's kind of a – he says he's more hands-on than silent, but I don't think he's involved in any of the day-to-day decisions. I don't think he had anything to do with the decisions around this fiasco. But, like – it just when they t- when they tweeted at me at the time at three at eleven a.m. when they posted that that Facebook status, they didn't realize how big the issue was. But yet you're still going to close till for a week until July sixth. That doesn't make sense if if it's a just, if it's a small issue. Right, conveniently closed for that long. Yeah, it it, it just yeah. it just does literally. I mean, it smells as bad as the sewage that was supposedly backing up into their business was. And well, I don't know. I, why, why do they like money? Why don't they like making money? You know, I don't um, know. I'm, I want to save. I got a. I got a whole stack of race cards for what's coming up later. But I'm gonna save those race cards. I'm gonna. Why don't you want money? Like, are you afraid of? If you don't want the money, give the money to me. I'll take it. And I'm saying, I'll. I'll do the business for you. Why not? Why are you afraid of money? That would be my actually, question because because racism is basically a, a a symptom of the rich wanting more money, pretty much. I right. Mean, I, we can explain that later, whatever. But it, it this boils down to why don't you want money? That's that's what, how I'm going to address it. If they're not going to mention it's like oh well we don't want to do this because it's racist, you know. Obviously, they won't do that. So I'm going to ask a question that they have to answer. Why don't you like money? And that's the right. question I will pose to them. Why don't you like money? What's wrong with money? Right. And and, and there are restaurants that, that are claiming maintenance that weren't claiming sewage backup problems. Why would you do maintenance this particular weekend? And some people made the claim that, oh, well, weekend. businesses lose money this weekend. Well, you know what? Then whip out your books and show it to me. Show me. Show me. Show me the money or show me that you didn't make money in the previous years and prove it because I refuse to believe that all these businesses that are open, that are choosing to remain open for one of the biggest events of the year are losing money on this. I mean, I did ride sharing. That's all that is. I did Uber and Lyft over the weekend. 
I made more money this weekend than I had in many of the previous weekends. That's because there was demand for my services, and people tip me too, surprisingly enough. Right. And, and that stereo, the stereotype of, oh, black people don't tip, blah, 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 blah. You know, uh-huh. black people tip me more than the white people, that's for damn sure. That happened this weekend. <laughs> so, and, and, I mean, and it happens because I, I, get, I, I don't prejudge people based on certain stereotypes. I'll give them my best service regardless of who you are and what you look like. And, you know, if you're going to treat me like, you know, an asshole because you don't know how to act right, then karma's going to bite you on the ass sometime later. I'm not going to worry about it. Absolutely. As you should. So. As you should. Like, with, anyway, black so people don't, don't want preferential treatment. We just want to be treated just like everybody else. It's not hard. And if you treat us like people, we will treat you like people. It's so Shocking. <laughs> Shocking, that is. Now, speaking of not treating black people as if they are people, mm-hmm. um, how many tables did you flip about the whole Alton Sterling thing? All of them. All of every, them. Okay. Every, every piece of – I'm actually not joking. Furniture flew around in my house today. <laughs> Literal – I literally – Flipped all the way out. I don't know if I could curse on your broadcast, but I I, I, I rate I rate it G. But they've said if a couple slip by, it, it's not going to be a problem. So okay, warning, I'll give, I'll give a warning. When we're when we're discussing, saying, guys, I'm, I my curse word levels is at ninety nine. It's ridiculous. So I'm going to try and curb my language, even though this habit, even though this is. It's so commonplace for this to happen. It happens like once every three to six months now. You know, um, the mass shootings, mass shootings happen so often that it has to have a special little flavor to it in order for it to make news. Right. Um, black folks are getting executed now. And you got everybody listening at home, you can spot the racist on your timelines, on your Facebook timeline, on your Twitter timeline, on your Tumblr timeline, on your LinkedIn timeline. It doesn't matter. You can spot the racist as the ones defending the cops. But, oh, he really didn't have his knee on his back. Oh, he wasn't really actually secure. Oh, they saw a gun and they panicked. No, no. He was executed for selling CDs. All these excuses that you're making, you're making excuses for inept law enforcement. Let's take the let's take the race out of the equation. Inept law enforcement. Someone died because the police didn't know how to do their job. I want to cry right. so bad. The police <laughs> didn't know how to do their job. Okay, and I'm not saying that it's easy by any means. Okay, but if two trained law enforcement professionals, quote unquote, can't subdue an average to above average build black man to the point where they won't have to worry about the gun that's in his pocket, then those two need to be fired. And if a death happened, they need to be they they need to go to court for it and at best be charged with manslaughter. Wrongful right. death. Something like that. At best. And that's my most that's the, that's the most I can even compromise with that. Because to be perfectly honest with you, this is second-degree murder. The dude was straight up – if you've seen the video, the dude, the cop had his knee on his back, both his hands were tied behind his back, and the cop pulled out a gun and straight gatted him. Like, you shot a helpless man, you feckless coward. Shot an Innocent, not innocent. He may or may, or may not be innocent. I'm sorry, but he shot in in that circumstance. He shot a, a subdued man. A subdued man. You, that police officer is a coward, and I will say that to his face, armed or no, he is a coward. Anybody well, defending let, let, him is a coward. Well, let's let's put race a little bit back into it, just a second, because mm-hmm. um, the way that me that we know each other just for everybody else to know is that we play a game this game is where you go around you drive around you you hit historic landmarks that are called portals in the game you you try and capture them from the greed toad scum that they are and and you claim them for the awesome (laughs) blue resistance and we do an awesome job at at it when we do it um we bring the pain all the time well me less so recently but 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 there's a little city 
there's a little city, an incorporated city in Jefferson Parish that's called Gretna, Louisiana. Oh, Gretna, gosh. Louisiana. Um, if you, you should have seen, if you pay attention to Facebook at all, something went viral about how, how horrible Gretna, Louisiana is and how it mm-hmm. arrests Shouts out to people. Potatoes. So when, when I, I have only been pulled over in Gretna once for playing the game. And when I was pulled mm-hmm. over, it's because I actually ran a stop sign in front of a police officer. When I told, when he stopped me and he said, did you know there was a stop sign there? I said, no, the, your lights were kind of blinding me, and I really don't usually take this route to go into Gretna because of the filming that's going on over there. And there was filming going on over there. And he apologized, and he said, well, well, I just wanted to let you know that there was a stop sign there, and you should watch out. I'm like, okay, well, thank you very much, officer. You have a good day. How many times have you been pulled over in Gretna? Since I've been playing Ingress or altogether? Since you've been playing, while playing Ingress, let's start with that. While playing Ingress? Four times. Yeah, four times. Easy. Got a ticket? Easy. Four times. I got a ticket. How many tickets? Once. Once. I got one ticket. Okay. I got one ticket, but that ticket was for, like, I don't know if your listeners even know about this. But I got a ticket because my license plate light was out. Right. Okay. Little fifteen dollar license plate light. I I can put I'll put my PlayStation on the on the fact that ninety percent of your viewers have never heard of a license plate light, much less thought about changing it whenever it goes out. Okay. It happens. It happens so seldomly that you just don't think about it. Right. Right. My license plate went out. I had no clue that it went out. The cop stopped me, looked my car up and down. Even after I put on my best Wayne Brady, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, officer, <laughs> is there a problem? You know, it's, it's called cold switching. Uh, black right. folks know what I'm talking about. White folks probably don't. We can explain that later. I, I actually, I I actually had a conversation <laughs> about code switching on in one of my Uber rides on the way back, and the people were, like, loving the fact that I had a podcast, and they were loving the fact that, even though I didn't call, even though I wasn't aware of the term code switching, that I basically knew that you know, you know, a black person going on a job interview is going to, mm-hmm. you know, have to, um, for lack of a better word, white it up a bit for the interview for the Absolutely. interviewers. Um, and you don't have you to know. apologize for that. That's that's exactly what we're doing. We want to we want to present ourselves as if we are inside of the systematic oppression. Yes, yes, we understand everything that's going on. Yes, thank you very much. And we smile, show, show the teeth, make it because if you grin, just like uh, Paul Moon said, if you grin, you win. If you grin, <laughs> you win. And that's it's exactly what I do. High, nice, friendly nature, whatever. People that know me know that, you know, I'm loud, I'm brash, so on and so forth. I was all nice and it. Yes, officer. I was just driving around the neighborhood playing my little cell phone game. I'm sorry if I've caused you any inconvenience. You know, put I just put laid it thick. And right. the the cop not only looked my car up and down, but he also called for backup. Why are you calling for backup? I'm something, and like I literally had like techno music on in the background at the time. I had this nice little light up charger or whatever. Like I don't look like any kind of gangster, no kind of thug, and I roll with thugs. You know, so I roll with with gangsters. No kind of thug. Another, I think I had a Netflix shirt on. If it wasn't Netflix, it was Legend of Zelda. You know, it's like I look yeah. like the biggest, like biggest Carlton looking nerd. You know, driving around. This dude calls for backup. And then after about 20, 30 minutes of looking, looking up and down my car, he was like, oh, well, I stopped you because you have, uh, you have a, a busted license plate light. This dude saw me from the front and then pulled me over. You didn't stop me because of that. You stopped me because I was black, sir. That's right. why he stopped me. And that's a, the four other people previous to you stopped me. And the, and the nine other people previous to that before I started playing the game – Understand this why I asked you earlier if you wanted me to talk about when I was playing Ingress and overall right. every ticket I've got except for one in West Wego and one in Indianapolis, every single ticket I've ever gotten has been in Gretna. Every one. Every single one. Gretna is, is and I'm not and I'm not even counting the, the little speed camera whatever 
or whatever. I'm not counting those. I'm talking about an officer seeing me, pulling me over, and talking to me every time it's been in Greta. Right. Every single I'm not time. surprised. I'm not surprised at all. I mean, and even when that video came out, like I had a lot of people when I shared that video, and I've seen a lot of people like making comments like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that Gretna was that bad. I knew Gretna was that bad. Um, mm-hmm. Terrible. They're, they're, they're a little fiefdom, and they, they see an opportunity to make money off of, you know, people that they could easily target, and that includes its black citizenry. I think, was it one-third of Gretna? Is black, but they represent two-thirds of of the... But they account for two-thirds of the arrests and the fines. Yeah. Two-thirds. And I mean, and John Oliver talked about this a a while back. It's like the court cost and the fees, and it all compounds, and if you can't pay it, you go to jail, and you stay there until you can pay it. Meanwhile, all the fees are still going up and still rolling in, and they're making money hand over fist for... No, that license that license plate light fifteen dollars, two hundred and sixty dollar right. ticket for it. Right. All together for a fifteen dollar light. He couldn't let me go with that. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it wasn't like I was driving around and being suspicious, playing music loud. Not even playing rap music loud. I'm playing old school techno music. Right. You know, I'm playing dubstep stuff that probably his son <laughs> listens to. Meanwhile, right. I'm getting a $260 ticket off of a $15 light because they need to make that money. And above being racist, they want that money. If right. racism didn't make money, nobody nobody would be racist, and except for right. the most ignorant of people. No, that's that's the only reason they did it. And it's maddening because I ain't got money like that. It's It's hilarious. I don't have money like that. The people they should be stopping might. Right. You think two thirds of the black people are making money hand over fist like that just to just to give to law enforcement? I pay taxes. I I pay taxes to Gretna before. Right. You feel me? I shouldn't have to pay to be harassed. That's my issue and that's my problem. Above, I mean, above being executed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At least at least this, Gretna has this going for them. At least they haven't killed you yet. So, thank goodness. And you and. And it's a goddamn shame. Ooh, excuse my language. It is no, a it's shame. fine. <laughs> it is a shame that that's a consolation. Well, at least I ain't dead. Right. Like, how is that a consolation? My life has value, like like the dude network says. My life has value. I'm a person. You know, there's people that there's somebody on a on one of our friends, um, Brian. I'm not gonna say his last name. On one of right. our friends' on Facebook pages, and this woman. This little chubby white lady just really, that's why black lives only matter when it's right. like cops shooting black. No, black lives matter all the time. And it doesn't right. matter more or less. It matters equally. And black lives matter. The movement is to educate people that don't understand that. But you have this exceptionalism of people that think that, oh, well, you mean only black lives matter? It's like people right. getting upset when Cindy Lauper said girls want to have fun. Oh, only girls <laughs> want to have fun. Boys don't want to have fun too. I'm a boy. Right, I but, like having fun. But they don't want. They don't I want girls fun? to have fun. They don't want girls to have fun. That's why she needs to say it. And they don't. They we have a we have a system of justice. Girls. We have a system right. of justice that tells black people, look, you don't matter, and we're going to shoot you every once in a while, and they're just supposed to be happy with it. Like, have you seen the one of the cops' uh, father-in-laws or something of Blaine Salamone, um, one of the officers involved in the shooting? Um, I don't know which one it was. Um, but he said he criticized, um, uh, saying that, say, alleging that he's a Jurgon, which is fly out of false. And then he goes, it burns my, you know what, when it's usually the black people that try to make an agenda of this. And this was shared on one of my other friends page. And so my response oh. to that was, God damn those people and their agenda of not wanting to be murdered by cops thinking that black people should be treated like everyone else. Isn't that just so tiring? I mean, they should just be happy that the cops cops don't kill more of them. And then I like gave a couple dots and I was like, do I have that right? It's hard imitating racist pricks. And so, so somebody was like, you did all too good of a job. And I was like, I don't know if I should be proud of myself or frightened. Um, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, as far as that's concerned, that's the he who smelt the Delta fallacy. You know, it's like right. pointing out racism apparently makes you racist. 
which is it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because anybody anybody can point out racism to anybody else. It's like uh, if you look at somebody fishing, all of a sudden you're a fisherman. It doesn't make any sense. The, right. the whole huge melted delta fallacy makes zero sense whatsoever. Stop that. You know, if if anybody listening right now, it's like you know, oh well, you calling me red? You pulling all your race cards? That's racist. No, it's not. Me pointing out. Me pointing out that you voting for Trump is a racist activity does not make me racist, son. It doesn't work like that. I don't want to build a wall between us and Mexico. I don't want to keep out Muslims. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. That's what you want to do because you support Trump. I had to tell somebody that this morning. <laughs> no, that's not how logic works. But some people believe that because I, they I want to keep their real... The- I'm just laughing because I never heard that referred to as the he who smelt the Delta fallacy. That's, that's brilliant. I mean, the, it's like, oh, you, you, you smell the fart. That means you fart. No, no. It, right. The fart doesn't just emanate from one person. That person could be quiet. And just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right. It, it's because you want to keep, you want to be nice, nestled, and comfortable in your white privilege. That's all that is. You, you don't. You don't want to be scrutinized for saying some racist hullabaloo. That's all right. that is, and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Just stop doing it's, it. Straight up. Apparently, it's the worst thing in the world to be called a racist. And unfortunately, it's not the worst thing in the world to be a racist. It's just the worst thing in the world right. to be called a racist. Like, I saw that meme on Facebook a, a couple of days ago. It's like it, it says, and I hate saying saying it like this. It was like white people would rather not be called racist. Then be racist, you know. Right. Now I say I say the word racist. I don't I don't say all the white people because hashtag not all white people obviously, you know. But <laughs> when I I say specifically racist because of course black people can be racist. Of course I check black people when they are racist and I I have receipts for doing so, you know. But <laughs> then when I check a white person for being racist and say it's valid because they're being racist. And like I said before, I like to hold my race cards until I have an absolute Trump. I like to, I like right. to hoard them. I draw fours and Uno. And then I'm going to hit you with it. Once you start saying that, you know, oh, well, well, I believe in, in gun control, but I don't want black folks to have them. It, stuff, well, stuff that's, that's like another that, thing. That's, I mean, there are people out there who, there are likely people out there who, who just a few weeks ago, we're saying that if only the people at the gay club in Orlando, at Pulse, mm-hmm. if only they had a gun, they could have taken out right. that bad guy. But exactly. if it was a black person, if it was a black gay person at Pulse with a gun, and the police rolled up there, at, with hearing that there was an active shooter, what do you think the police would do to that black guy with a gun trying to protect everybody else? They just shot him dead. Well- well, you do know that the only time the NRA lobbied for gun control is when black folks started walking around with guns, right? You remember that? Right. 1960-something, the Black Panthers walked into a state building with a bunch of rifles. Not the name trying to shoot nobody. They just walked in with a bunch of rifles and started just spouting laws. In the middle of the state building, they got escorted out or whatever, and the NRA with the help of Ronald effing Reagan, decided to pass some uh, gun control laws that you can't bring rifles into state buildings. Before, yeah. well, you could bring any old weapon you wanted. But then, oh, no, the, black folks? No, 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 no. Well, the NRA and the GOP conventions are, are two huge gun-free zones. Exactly. It's like, how, how is that not hypocrisy? We want to have the freedom to have the gun wherever you want, just not around us. It's, right. just, it's such a... It's such a scam, bro. It's everything is all connected, and it's just, you know, one hand washes the other, and oh, you can't say this because of this, but then you can't say that because of this. Black folks can't have guns, but gay people can have guns. If there was a bad, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. But you can't tell which one is the good guy or the bad guy. We just know that we hate brown people. <laughs> it's, right. it's some nonsense. That's all. Oh, it's. I don't know how many white people feel the amount of frustration that a black person feels when one of their race is killed again. At least the way I look at it is like, all right, if somebody in Afghanistan dies, I don't care. 
I don't know anybody right. in Afghanistan. That's not my people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel that a lot of, and this is going to sound racist, and I'm sorry, but I feel like a lot of white people don't really feel that to their core, like, oh, another black person died. Well, it's cool. It ain't me. It, I, I feel that way. It's it's really frustrating to live in well, a world. I mean, I've said, what I've said before is, is, is I've said it on a podcast before. I've said, I think I've said it on Twitter before, um, mm-hmm. is that, the problems of, of race in this country are not going to be solved until white people stop looking at problems like with Alton Sterling and say, oh, that's happening to them. And they need mm-hmm. to start saying it's happening to us. It's happening right. to us people. You know, that he is an American just like me. He is being attacked, you know, and, and it, it could, it, it could happen to me. I mean, most likely won't because I'm white, but it, it, it should, it should, I should be at a point where it affects me as bad as it does. I'm not saying to be one of those idiots that, oh, I don't see color. That's stupid. But mm. to, 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 like what to at least you do try and color. internalize <laughs> what other people, mm. put yourself at least in the shoes that other people might be wearing. Um, what I want to, um, what I'm waiting for, I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure it'll probably be on my next show is um, what white privilege Barbie is going to say about this incident. Oh, uh, what is her name? Tommy. Tommy Laren. Or other. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Laren or oh, yeah, from that that lady that I want to use every expletive <laughs> slash expletive. I oh, I dislike her to the fullest. Oh, I can't stand that. But I can't stand that little twenty-two year old ain't never did nothing with her life face lady. Oh, I want to curse over her. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the two points I want to make earlier. Point number one, an injustice anywhere is is injustice everywhere. Okay? Right. So there's that. And two, uh, the end game is hashtag all lives matter. Now, I'm going to be real clear when I say this because people might get construed. I believe in all lives matter. However... We haven't gotten to that stage yet. People want to skip to the all lives matter part because people want to skip to being comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right now, we have to deal with Black Lives Matter. And dealing with Black Lives Matter means, and, and I want all your listeners to hear this, dealing with Black Lives Matter means we have to start treating black people like their lives matter. Right now, they don't. Right now, they do not. And if you can't see it, Go to your friend's Facebook page. You know which friend I'm talking about. You know which uh-huh. uncle I'm talking about. You know which, which auntie I'm talking about. Go to their right. Facebook page and see them rail against anything brown. Just, just take a look at it. If you don't see color, see some color today. Get some crayons, put it in your eyeballs. I don't care. Look at that. Look look at what they say about brown people over and over. See how many times they call President Obama Obama or emphasize the Hussein. You know, see how many times a black sports star messing up, they rail against. See how many times a black celebrity slipping up, and they just chastise them. Meanwhile, if it was a white celebrity, they just give them a pass. See how many times anything happens to black people, oh, look at these N-words, oh, look at these uh, porch monkeys, whatever, oh, look at these brown people, they're just complaining, as if it's in our innate culture just to complain. I know I'm complaining right now, but this is the time and form to do so. But look at what look at how they 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 have this opinion of brown people and then understand this is why we're complaining. Because you have that deep in your core. Oh, we're well, just complaining to complain. Like our whole like that's what our whole race was born to do. Right. Maybe there's a reason for it. And maybe there's a reason we've been doing it since at least the 60s, since at least the Civil Rights Movement. Not to mention, you know, my great-grandmother had bloody fingertips from picking cotton. My grandmother picked cotton as a sharecropper. My grandfather got sprayed with hoses during the Civil Rights Movement. Understand why we're complaining. Oh, you think we have it comfortable now because we aren't breaking our backs picking your cotton. But we're still getting executed by police. Right. We're, 
we're still in a situation where if you have a black sounding name that you have I think it's like a thirty three percent less chance of getting hired than someone with a white sounding name. Right. And it's not even just black people. Jose has to change his name to Joe. Joe gets a lot more job offers than Jose. There is yep. a distinct problem just in our subconscious. If you don't want to admit to it, then there's a problem in our subconscious that brown is not as pure as white. Once that's taken care of, you'll never have to hear from Black Lives Matter again. And then we can get to All Lives Matter, and then we can start developing warp drives and start bouncing the uh, Omicron, courtesy I eat. You know what I'm saying? Chilling with Captain yeah. Card. <laughs> you know, but until then, yo, we have to deal with that first. And if you, you you can't skip it, you just can't skip it. Not with our history, not with the history of America, not with an orange president. Well, to me, oh Jesus, Lord mercy, please don't let that happen. Not with an an, an orange businessman with a varmint on top of his head running for president, and people actually agreeing with him. Right, and and he, and who he panders to. I mean. It got to the point when he when he did that. I mean, you know, he's been saying horrible things this entire campaign. I was just hoping that they would do something to make him go away. And actually, today I, I made a I made a comment on one of the discussions that that I was having on this. I said, you know, just write your write your delegate and encourage that person to stage a coup at the Republican National Convention. And in, and actually, that 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 was on the news this evening was that two of the Never Trump groups got together, one that had more of the money, the other one that had some more of the delegates, and they got together, and they're actually thinking of actually trying to stage a coup to get the son of a bitch out. Because I, I made this tweet earlier on in the presidential election. I said that as bad as Donald Trump is, that Ted Cruz is worse, and I think I was mistaken. I think I could admit in that position was that it, I was wrong. Was it the Star of David? Was Ted Cruz, Star David, that got you. Well, I think the I think the Star David was the straw that broke the camel's back. I probably should have made mm-hmm. this post earlier, but you know because he has been pandering to white supremacists earlier, people who hate black people and who hate Jews and Catholics for some reason because the Klan is Protestant and they hate Catholics. <laughs> I don't know why. Baffles. Oh, like, like yeah, both worship Jesus. What are you talking about? Why do I, I, I hate it's, each other? It's, I don't make no sense. Crazy. I don't understand it. Either. But <laughs> that, I mean, there are plenty sense. of anti-Semitic things that you could point in in the past. There are plenty of other things you could point in. But the whole, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the stroke that the straw that broke my camel's back was that mm-hmm. sheriff star, supposedly sheriff star that he's claiming it was. Oh, it was oh, a sheriff oh. star. Why would why you, put you a delete sheriff it? Sheriff star. Sheriff stars have circles on the points. Stars of David have sharp points. And you put on that with the Hillary thing, with the money behind it, and you, you know what you're doing. And they got it from, like, I don't even remember what the racist website is, Stormfront or whatever white supremacist site they got the meme from. And, you know, he's, you know, just terrible. So, I mean, and the backlash I got today, you know, I was like, Donald Trump has made it clear, you know, when his feelings are about black people, women, Jews, Muslim, Latinos you support him, you prove to me that you don't give a crap about me or the people I care about. This is the line in the sand. If you don't realize what a piece of garbage Trump is, open your damned eyes. Stop making excuses for racism, anti-Semitic behavior, or other forms of bigotry. If you support him, we're done. And that's my line in the sand. And I I mean, I'm not, as, as I said to you before, I'm not necessarily going to defriend them on Facebook because I want to see... Ultimately, it's very hard for me to block somebody. I have blocked a couple people who were just overly just ridiculous, like, and it was mm. just like that was the best way I had to handle it. But for the most part, I want to see what the idiots are saying. <laughs> so I'm not going to block. I've, uh, but, I've commented on your Facebook post on that. And yeah, I know. The, the trash takes itself out. It's like, I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to offend you. Matter of fact, I want, I want you to say what you're feeling publicly so I can expose you loudly right. with means because I'm a decorate how I'm going to get up <laughs> on you. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, make it fun and festive. And it's just, it's just, I, I but I mean, I, you, somebody, if you're a person who's going to openly support Trump 
And I told this on somebody else's thread too, one of my other gamer friends, that he's flat out said before that he's supporting Trump. And this is, you know, I just kind of shook my head at him. But I'm just like, look, if you feel, if you feel, if you can't see how pandering to people who are neo Nazis doesn't frighten me as a Jew, and I'm, I'm not a practicing Jew, but I'm close enough. I mm-hmm. was born Jewish. That's enough for them. You don't see how mm-hmm. why that would frighten me and why supporting such a candidate would, would, would be a slap in my face, then you really should you don't deserve to be my friend. But one of the other things I posted today and I, I, I have it was about two hours ago when I posted this one. I haven't gotten any real responses yet. Our friend Brian responded but didn't name but he's not one of the people who was defending um, the Baton Rouge police officers um, as being justified in their killing um, of Alton Sterling. Um I asked, and I asked this on Twitter too, can I please have anybody who feels that Baton Rouge police officers were justified, give me one example where a police officer killed a black person and where they would say that the police officer was wrong. Just one. I I just want one. I I want, if you don't see that this is bad, just show me one that's bad. At least show me somehow, some way that you can point out a police activity as being wrong. Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray, anybody that has been, has, you know, died from police action or, I guess in Freddie Gray's case, inaction, you know, mm-hmm. tell me one person that you feel was killed unjustly by the police. And, of course, somebody on Twitter responded, and it was two police officers that killed a, black, a white kid. I'm like, I'm not talking about white kids. These people will, will, will scream all day long if a white kid gets killed. I'm talking about a black person getting killed. Give me oh. one person who was killed unjustly. And I think... Um, I mean, Walter Scott. Walter Scott. Some, one mm-hmm. person on Twitter pointed to Walter Scott the guy that shot the black guy in North Charleston as he was running away. He pointed at that one. I'm like, okay, well, one person was able to tell me one example of a police officer shooting a black person and it being wrong. But holy crap, there's so many to choose from. It shouldn't be that hard to find at least one. I mean, I could... Right. Twitter's too, Twitter doesn't give me enough space to name everybody, clearly. <laughs> um, you only got 160 gonna, characters. Yeah, but uh, it, it's the, I shared it was the meme. The was the meme that I shared? I can't remember what it said exactly the other day, but it was like, "Have you ever been white and looked at other white people and just wondered what the hell they were thinking?" Like I posted that. That was me. You posted that. Okay. So, that but me. I mean, I, I think I reshared <laughs> it or something, and and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> This is it. This is this is another example of where I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? And you people being white right. people, not the typical you people. Mm-hmm. That is you. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying. It just it, we're see we've been seen, and it, the way I can relate this, even the black people, we've been seen as like if you ever see like one of those commercials where you have the starving children in Africa or whatever, um, right. We're seen like them. It's like they're people, but they're not really people because you haven't talked to them, you haven't seen them, you haven't touched them. They're in a land far away. You're not even sure if they're real. Not really people, you know. And I feel like, you know, the, the officer Bob, officer Barbara, he's a real person. You know, you've seen a police officer before. They've come to your neighborhood when, whenever something bad happened or you need to get a cat out of you or something, and you've been taught since kindergarten that they're the good guys. You, you've seen them before, you know, right. and you've heard of these thugs. You've heard of these giant, black, angry men that want to steal your stuff and rape your white women and take your 401K. And No, wait, that's, that's the corporate thugs. Anyway, they, they <laughs> want to harm you. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy your way of life. They want to come up with their jigaboo music and Jerry Curls and Soul Train lines, and they want to they want to destroy your culture. So you're going to tend to go with the people that work for you versus 
the people who are directly being wronged and executed on the streets and disproportionately arrested, you know. And on one hand, I understand that, but I only understand that in a self-preservation sense, you know. Right. If if a group of people are getting messed up, I'm I'm straight as a board. I love women. They're delicious. Um, <laughs> but one of my biggest platforms is LBGT rights, okay? Right. Because it's easy. What if I was gay? You know, matter of fact, I've been I've been treated like I was gay as if it was a bad thing right. by family members. So I I understand, you know, if I was gay, this would be happening to me, okay? And be, being gay is not a choice, but that's a side note. Um, this would be happening to me. So I'm going to fight for their rights because if they don't get their rights, next they're coming for us. Right. <laughs> All right. So we want to make sure that they have all the rights set in place and it's beautiful and wonderful and I absolutely hate it when black people are homophobic because it's like, did you forget what happened in the 60s? Did you forget about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Rosa Parks and all that? Did you forget all the nonsense they had to go to, through for our rights? Right. Why are you being so sedated about gay people's rights? It's almost the same thing. Same meal, different flavor. You no, know, when when they were doing? going through the whole game, all of the arguments that were made against gay marriage are the same arguments that were made against interracial marriage. I the mean, same exact down you, to the. All religion. you had to do was was cut out a word and put in another word, and it was the same argument to a T. The same thing for the, the for the interracial, absolutely. In the sixties, it was illegal for me to marry my wife. I don't have a wife yet, and hopefully that'll change soon. But it would have been illegal <laughs> for me to marry my wife. You know what I'm saying? Marry my girlfriend. That's right. bullshit. Like, what? No. That, that doesn't make any sense. And if I'm not having sex with such and such person over there, why is it my business? It's not. But if you right. like guys, go ahead, do what you do. More women for me. Cool, no problem. If you like women, go ahead, do what you do. More straight women for me. I don't care. What you do right. over there, and I can't get with all the women in the world as much as I want to, you know. <laughs> so you go ahead, do what you do, tighten that up over there, and just make sure you're happy and not going out committing mass murders and voting for Donald Trump. I don't care. Um, go have fun. Unfortunately, we've been kind of trained as a system to think, well, as long as that other group is being treated worse than me, then I'm somehow okay in my life. Exactly. Whereas, and, 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 and it goes back to an injustice Anywhere is an injustice everywhere. You have to understand right. this is the, this Earth is small. <laughs> you know, Earth is small and the galaxy is big. We all we got, and once we run out of we, there's no more we left. Yep. So why? I'm but hold on. I'm thinking in all lives matter term. I'm thinking in Star Trek terms <laughs> right now. Right. You know, yes, we all are a human race, but we need to start treating each other as if we're all in the human race. You know, not and until we start treating each other like that, we're going to have to focus on the reasons why we're not. If bootstraps is in your vocabulary, you're automatically doing it wrong. Right. Anyway, so that let, let's go ahead and finish the show. Anything else you want to say before I go ahead and end it? Uh, again, shouts out to Potatoes for bringing for giving me the <laughs> no, motivation. Don't bring her up. I, I used to defend her. <laughs> the people that know this is a person who I tried to be friends with for the longest time. Um, and she just went dumb, and or she or she or no, I'm sorry, she's always been dumb. I just finally wised up to it and stopped putting up with her crap. So to me, she's to me she's a real life example, like a tangible, in your face example of white privilege gone wrong. You know what I'm saying? And for the right. longest time, including some of our teammates, that's going to remain nameless. Uh, looked at me like, you know, what are you talking about? You're just overreacting. No, it, she's she's one of the main reasons why I'm calling in tonight because, you know, uh, I, again, I'll put my PlayStation on the fact that she's right now saying that, oh, well, he shouldn't have had a gun. But then two weeks ago, oh, those gay people should have had guns. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's people like that that's what's wrong. With America, they we yeah. don't see each other as equal, and 
I'm, I've been wanting, to, and you know, I've been wanting to get on your show since last year. I love, I love talking on podcasts. I love talking. I'm the people. Oh, you you have an open invitation to come on whenever you feel like it, and then talk about it because I think this is a good show. So, but Man, yeah, you see, are more... see you next Wednesday, then. <laughs> all right, oh, have a good. All right, well, out, well, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Uh, shouts out to Michael Miller, who has been threatening to put me on his conservative podcast for a while to discuss politics. Shouts out to him because Michael Miller, I'm coming for you too, son. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be cordial, <laughs> but I will destroy you. I really want to. You got to get me a link to that one when that happens because I will listen to that too. And I'll even give a link and shout it out to all my users, all my followers. Because I'm, I'm going to drag them all up and down the internet. It's going to be beautiful. Awesome. You, you, you spread that link, and I will spread that link too, and it will be fun. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, this no has problem. Been another I'm back, boy. Thank you. Have a good one. This is another episode of uh, Liberal Band Radio. Um, you can tune in next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central. We'll discuss more issues. I'll probably hear from uh, what White Privilege Barbie has to say about Alton Sterling uh, taking your calls as well. Follow me at Liberal Band Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Liberal Band, or the show thread over at LiberalBand.com. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left, that's right.